Hello and welcome to the Even Score podcast with your hosts Michael and Andy, your hilarious hornists from Kaidi. If you're looking for original compositions on basis of a bi-weekly changing theme, you're at the right place. But to begin with, as is tradition, we would like to apologize for our accents and general lack of vocabulary, as we're not native speakers. And now, let's start this episode, which will be following the theme Ibiza, or how to compose for your wild summer vacation. Awesome. Did you already <laughs> plan your summer vacation, Michael? No, I did not. But if you would have to plan the perfect vacation, where would you go? I think I would go to Ibiza. Are you serious? Because this is a serious question. Oh, this is a serious podcast. We're serious men. Are you more a, a are you more a city tripper or more a adventure tourist? Uh I guess I'm more a city tripper. <laughs> Probably I don't know. Um yeah. How are you to oh. begin with? I'm I'm alright. I had a little cold, which is why probably I'm sounding a little off still. And that's why we were a little late with this episode. Yeah, because I was egoistic and didn't want to sound like a... Yeah, like in cartoon movies when they have the... When they talk, everybody talks like they have a blocked nose. Ah, okay. Yeah, you know what I'm I talking think about. Our, yeah, I think our listeners would love to hear that. Yeah, you will have to be patient for one more year. <laughs> okay. Flu season is officially over. I declared it here. <laughs> you heard it here first. So, Michael, any plans other than vacation, like in <laughs> time? Yeah, probably? so we're recording this on a Wednesday morning. It's very hot. I got my coffee here. I got my lemonade here. And today, Andy and I are going to see Tool. Which is a very big thing, considering that we discovered them like in 2010 or something like that. But what I really love about it is that they send an email to all the ticket buyers and ticket holders before Maynard the concert. sent you an email? No, somebody or else, Adam. but <laughs> okay. they, the management, the band, the bigger company complex of Tool. Tool Holding Limited Inc. <laughs> Um, they send an email to everybody who bought a ticket that you're not allowed to record or take photo or audio during the concert. And if they will see you violate these terms, they will stop playing, I guess. So we won't have any audio for you in our next episode. Uh, I think we will have audio, but not of the Tool concert. Which is a good I'm thing. I'm sorry. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, I've been to a Muse concert last week and I basically watched half of, maybe even more than half of the concert through the the phone of the guy in front of me. Yeah. I, I think he was live streaming the whole concert on Instagram or some <laughs> shit like that. It was the worst concert experience ever. Yeah, I don't want to sound like an old man, grumpy old man talking down to younger people but i think it's really annoying the whole concert filming phone thing and you never look at it if we are honest you never yeah. look at it again you show it to two people maximum just to tell them how awesome you are that you went to a concert <laughs> that they didn't go to 
and then it will forever just crowd memory on your SD card. But I think there are those heavy users who put it on YouTube, but who wants to look at a phone video on YouTube? It's There are pro shoots on YouTube, there are good quality videos on YouTube, as we talked last time. There are many channels specialized on bringing you good quality sound. Exactly. Did why, you, why would you look at a phone video? By the way, did you look at apartment sessions? Yeah, I did. You really did? Yeah, it's pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, but uh, back to topic here for a second. Uh, today, considering exactly this topic, a, f- a mutual friend of ours, who we are also going to the Tool concert with, he sent me a video of a Red Chili Peppers performance. Did he send it to you too? No, he didn't. Uh, Thanks. It was <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mutual friend. <laughs> of the song Californication. Yeah. And it's the whole song, but what is really important is the solo part of Josh Klinghoffer. <laughs> because when the Californication solo is about to start, he just stops playing and you get just feedback from the guitar and he takes his phone from his back pockets and records the audience for the <laughs> for the whole duration of the solo and you just hear the feedback of the guitar that is that is still turned up to 10. Have you seen their show in Egypt in front of the pyramids? No. It's a really, really great location to do a concert. I was really impressed just by how the stage looked. The stage was also pyramid shape. It was kind of see-through, so you could see the pyramids behind them. Very, very impressive. So it was an Illuminati concert. Is that what <laughs> you're telling me? <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> Which side of the pyramids did they play it? Where was the background? Was it like the endless desert? <laughs> or was it the side of the pyramid where you see that the pyramids are located like exactly at the edge of the huge city? No, it was the endless desert, of course. <laughs> okay. It's so awesome when you see the, the the aerial view of the whole place. When you see that those pyramids, which you imagine are in the most remote place of Egypt ever, and they're basically like placed a city right next to them. Yeah. <laughs> Should we quickly go into the changes of the format? Oh yeah, we changed the format a little. Do you want to explain it or should we kind of stumble through the explanation together i think we could do it together until now one of us always presented their song and then we listened to the song and then the other one reacted to it but it was kind of a monologue the presentation and we would we would like to turn this into more of a dialogue so now we're just going to tell you the the title of our songs, then we are going to listen to it, and then we'll talk you through them together. So from the composer's perspective and the other one from the listener's perspective. Yeah. Is that right? I would I would go with eighty percent of that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I just maybe I I'll anything? tell you one or more s- sentences about the song before we started, but nothing even close to the analysis before and yeah yeah i think we could go quickly into the theme and why we chose it and what's the meaning of all of this oh yeah so should should we get right into it then i'll start the jingle oh start the jingle and then we can jump right into the theme okay that was the jingle wonderful i could totally hear it The theme is Ibiza, or how to compose for your wild summer vacation. 
And the reason I, or in this case, probably also we. Is it Ibiza with an F or Ibiza? No, it's like a TH, Ibiza. Are you sure? I'm totally sure. Okay. I checked Andy's with totally the Spanish sure. police. Okay. Wee, wee, wee. And if the, it, there is an actual Spanish police. Yeah, but it's not the Spanish police, it's the Spanish police. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> there's a there's a tiny nuance, but you have to hit it. Yeah. So, so why the reason why I chose it is because there was a political scandal that shook Europe. Or let's say a tiny part Did of it? Europe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One country to be exact. Yeah, but it it could have had influence on the European elections. Which, which it didn't. It didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but it could have. Yeah, but it could have. And when <laughs> when we chose the topic, it was between the scandals, revelation and uh, European elections. So there was still hope. <laughs> <laughs> so the reason why we chose it is because two right-wing politicians of the country Austria were... Never heard of it revealed to be having been taped in 2017 while they were doing a sort of a business deal with a fake Russian oligarch's fake uh, niece, I think. I think the, yeah, there was an actress pretending to be the niece of a Russian oligarch, something like that, related yeah. to a Russian wealthy man. And they, and they were basically... Tried to sell her the whole country. <laughs> they wanted to to create a plan to take over the biggest newspaper of the country. They specifically told her what she would get in reward for that. And then they also talked about the possibility of privatizing Austrian fresh water, which is probably one of Austria's most precious resources and one of the most yeah. cherished resources of the country's people i would yeah. say and where where did this happen what do you mean where did this happen didn't i tell in the beginning no oh it I'm happened sure. in ibiza <laughs> ah yeah and of course um when they recorded it those two right-wing politicians were in in their respective campaigns for the national elections at the time, which they uh, finished as the second strongest party, and they in turn no, sorry, they were the third strongest, but they collaborated with the strongest party to form a coalition government, and one of those which now broke up, yeah, and of one course. of those two was then the vice chancellor or second man in the whole country. Which is why he, of course, had to <laughs> had to give back all his power and his office and everything. And yeah, um, we're going to Ibiza by the Venga Boys. Instantly shot to a dominant first place in the charts. Yeah, and it was played at every protest, every demonstration. Yeah. And then they did a show in Austria during one of the protests, the Venga Boys came to Austria, which was pretty absurd and pretty cool. <laughs> which is really nice that in, ter in times of political scandals and really, really corrupt governments, there is still somebody, a record label that can make a profit from it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really nice. 
to know that capitalism always wins in the end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so that's why you chose this this theme. Exactly. And to have it a little to have a little more of a broader understanding of the theme, we we did not specifically target this one event. We targeted just wild summer vacations and regrettable events, which I think this is a very, very prominent example of, but there are very, very many of those regrettable events for a lot of people, which are more Pro- private and a little smaller in scale, but still, still regret. Still regrettable, probably. <laughs> yeah, so... Regrettable? Not so regrettable, but still <laughs> regrettable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As a throwback to one of our former episodes. Do you want to get into your song? How do we do this now? Okay, yeah, I'm just gonna tell you the title and one or two sentences and then we can start it. Okay, please do. Okay, so the title of my song is We're Going to Europe, which is of course a, an allusion to the Venga Boys song We're Going to Ibiza and the fact that it's about the scandal and the European elections. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I want to say before we listen to it is that I think this is a prominent example of a song that only specifically works in this special context (laughs) with the explanation that is provided. And I think anybody who will listen to this song outside of this podcast without knowing what it is to be signifying will probably not like it and think, what the fuck is going on? But isn't that always the case with our songs? Isn't that the whole premise of the podcast? You have to listen to the podcast to get the songs. The songs are only good or good with an explanation yeah it kind of is but i think we had some songs that are enjoyable even if you don't know it (laughs) you know what i mean for example the the first one yeah exactly when we were uh, just yesterday i listened to our songs i think to all of them and did you see a progression i peeked into them yeah i think i can speak for myself but i put a lot more time into them in the beginning because the spoiler alert for your song now <laughs> question yeah mark. for the last three or four songs took me like three to four hours each and for the first song it was like 10 to 20 hours because it was like a class i mean it's only three and a half minutes long but it's it's like a really classical composition with an orchestra and now i'm just throwing samples into Cubase. <laughs> it's it's kind of like you made uh, a very short time frame progression through the whole history of music. Like you started <laughs> you started yeah. off with very huge classical pieces and now you <laughs> considerably declined and now you're just reusing <laughs> stuff that other <laughs> people did before you. That's a good observation. Yeah, I am. <laughs> nice. So tell us so tell me and the listeners about your song no at first we listen to it so that's it that's all you want to say beforehand exactly okay then let's listen to it
great song. Really, really Wonderful. great song. Uh, one more thing that uh, we should say. We decided to constrain our pieces to have them exactly two minutes long. Yeah. Every time. Exactly From now on. two minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Which is um, probably why the end was like <laughs> a little cut, <laughs> but I needed to make the constraint. <laughs> okay. I think the the cool thing about this song is that when you're when you know the scandal and you know what's behind it, it, it kind of it really makes sense because it's for me it's it's there are many, many wrong notes in there, but it still sounds kind of uplifting due to due to the genre and the instrumentation. And it's kind of like you hear the Austrian people celebrating and then the wrong notes are kind of representing the reason why they're celebrating. It's you, you, you know what I'm, I'm yeah, saying? I know exactly. It's They're celebrating the wrongdoing of somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. Which is not... It's it's a good way to see it, but it's not what I intended. It Actually, what I intended the wrong notes to stand for was actually just being drunk and not knowing what to say or not knowing what you're saying. And just doing wrong things because you're drunk. And that's why also the rhythm starts to fluctuate and the panorama starts to go crazy at some point. Because they're getting drunker and drunker. Did we mention that they were drinking heavily in the video? No. Okay. Now we did. They were drinking heavily in the video. (laughs) In the video. Okay. And yeah. um, What I chose. Also, many musical references in there. So I think. If you show this to someone from Austria, they'll totally get it without your explanation. You really think? I, I think so. Without if, if the they, title? Probably not, but if if you got the title and then you hear the song, it, it for me it paints a clear picture and I know exactly what it means. Okay. I mean, I, I was wrong, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I know exactly what it meant to me. It's a good point. It's a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Let's go into the song a little more deeply. I, of course, borrowed two themes here, which is for one the Eurovision theme. I think it's the Eurovision theme. Or is yeah, it like I wanted to ask you, what's it called? Is it called Eurovision theme? And, and what does this mean? I so mean, it's always played. I think you should explain it. You used it. <laughs> And the the way I see it, it's played every time on television when a here in Europe when a show or some event on television is kind of produced for or by this Eurovision company, which stands for the whole of Europe. It's like European television. For example, the Eurovision Song Contest is always advertised. Yeah, but but is the, it is it a company or is it just a signifier that? Not only you are seeing that this, but other European countries as well. I think both. <laughs> it's the, and what's it's, it called? Where where does it come from? Did I, you do your I, research? No, I didn't do the research. I just remembered. <laughs> hey, what can I use for the? <laughs> what can I use to signify Europe at the European elections? And I thought, why not Eurovision? Because the other thing that I could have used, in my opinion, is just. Uh, this Beethoven symphony um, excerpt, which is misused as the <laughs> European anthem. Yeah. 
Why uh, didn't you use this? I didn't want to because it didn't fit the, this reggae style thing that I wanted to do so well. But I think this one also doesn't fit the reggae thing. But I, you did a great job. Trying. You did a great <laughs> job. No, a great job um, changing it with Michele so that it does fit. Which you, I think you could have done this as well with the Beethoven thing. Yeah, but I just, I just thought this one was a little more interesting because the other one is really just quarter notes, isn't it? It's like, da, 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 da. oh, this is minor. It's supposed to be major. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I know what you mean. Yeah, you're probably right. It's it's just too straight. Yeah, that's why I chose the Eurovision thing. So yeah, and the second thing I borrowed was the Austrian anthem. If you noticed, <laughs> yeah, I did. Does it have a name? I think it's just the Austrian national anthem. Does the okay. do national anthems have name names? American one does. It's the Star Spangled Banner, right? Spangled Banger. Banner, yeah. Sorry. Oh, never mind. So I yeah, I don't think that. Wait, uh, the the French one also is called the Marseillaise, right? Yeah. Hmm. Does it have an anthem? A uh, name? <laughs> the Canadian one is called We're Sorry. <laughs> I thought it was Blame Canada. <laughs> Great song. I hope we should put it on the playlist, really. Yeah. Wait, I note this here quickly. Yeah, it's the Austrian national anthem. But the one time it's played, it's, um, in, it starts to get more and more rhythmically and note-wise wrong. Yeah. Because it's supposed to signify that they stand for Austria, kind of as right-wing nationalists but <laughs> kind they cut yeah wait and then they they kind of forget that they're selling out their own country you know <laughs> so that's yeah. why the the anthem gets more wrong and more and then uh, the the anthem is played in unison by a guitar and a and a horn yeah. the horn just plays the anthem more and more wrong and the guitar plays it also wrong and then just starts fiddling around in the end like okay yeah, yeah it's, it totally doesn't matter what we started out <laughs> playing so so there's that also there are two parts like the A and the B part which are just separated by the chord structure so the A part is G, D and E which are the only letters in the name of one of the right wing guys that are also chords <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and the other one is the B part B. is B and C, uh, because B in German notation is called H, and ah. the abbreviation for the other guy's name is H C. That's oh, why. very very clever. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so there's that, and what else can I say? Yeah. At the end, there are just more and more instruments coming in that are starting to to play just anything. It doesn't. Some guitar isn't really in the key. Some keyboard isn't really in the rhythm. It's and they are changing 
places in the panorama and they're getting louder and and more silent as it goes and it gets from a from a character of the song perspective it just gets more confusing and more yeah. chaotic as it goes but what what i really like about it is that it show it again shows that the rhythm is very important because <laughs> drama talking <laughs> yeah at, at the end it's just very the harmonically it's very confusing so like every instrument kind of does its own thing and there are many many wrong notes in there but it it still is kind of uplifting and and happy and you want to dance to it because of this reggae rhythm which is just relentless underneath <laughs> yeah and then the two then the Eurovision part also is slowly played over the the rhythm part that it's not actually designed for but it's really in the background it's just so that everything kind of mixes together and you don't know where you really are as they numerously <laughs> said in interviews they didn't know <laughs> <laughs> they were totally trapped and totally drunk and they were totally under the influence of some illegal drugs yeah yeah uh, but one still managed to translate into russian the whole time <laughs> <laughs> while being totally unaware of <laughs> where he is and what he is and <laughs> what he's talking about are there any Russian influences in your song? I wanted to put them in, but I I didn't in the end. Because um Because you already used all your musical tropes in the, in the what was it called? The chess, the chess, episode. chess episode, yeah. Yeah, the Kasparov <laughs> thing. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but if I would have put it in, I would have used the exact same things. <laughs> <laughs> Because I was thinking about it, uh, the a little tuned acoustic sample that sounds yeah. a little like a balalaika, but I didn't put it in. It was just <laughs> sounds weird, but it sounded too confusing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that one would have been too much. Yeah, and that's where the line is. In the end, we just have a few hits on a minor chord and this is kind of a a sign that it, it kind of, the whole piece ends in dissonance which is my way of saying all of this happened and we had so much fun exploiting all the possibilities that this scandal <laughs> gave to us <laughs> still they had a really good result in the European elections and it seems that they are not really going to lose any more track than what they have already lost which is basically nothing yeah and this is why the whole piece ends in dissonance and in a few distinct hits just as a sort of a wake-up call to everybody to listening okay. like this is uh, this is all fun and games and everything is cool and yeah it's sort of a a very nice thing to happen if you are a reasonable person. <laughs> <laughs> but you still need to know that this fight is far from over. Yeah, should we rate the song? Yeah, rate it, but use a creative rating statement. <laughs> I rated five out of six lines or something like that. 
No, I'd give it five out of seven corrupt politicians. Ooh, five out of seven is internet language of perfection, right? <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> What else? So, should we continue with my song? Yeah, let's continue with your song. Please um, submit your title and a small description before listening. So, my song is called Rosebud and it's about honoring Ibiza's culture and former inhabitants. Why is it called Rosebud? For I'll the get into for that later. For the less cultivated Rosebud is a word that is very prominent in cinema history. Yeah, and I'll get into that later, but I think first we're going to take a listen. Okay, that's all. Yeah. Okay, let's go. Because we're going to ending right <laughs> yeah because of the two minute mark <laughs> that's harder than you think stopping at no i i think i i pretty much know how hard it is <laughs> <laughs> that's harder than you think dear listener the piece is or has how how would you say it one yeah, depends on what you're saying <laughs> <laughs> just listen <laughs> The piece is or has 144 BPM. I would just circumvent this problem of vocabulary or grammar and say the speed of this piece is... No, it's the tempo. Yeah, then call it tempo. I don't give okay, a shit. Okay, so the tempo of the piece is 144 BPM because the island has 144,000 inhabitants. Is that with or without tourists? I guess it's without, because it's inhabitants and not people staying there. 
Yeah, but I think some of them cannot find their way home anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Yeah, so part of the party, part of the island. <laughs> <laughs> one of us, one of us. <laughs> so in the intro you can hear the timeless classic We're Going to Ibiza by the Venga Boys. Earlier. And yeah, I did something I'll I wanted to do for a long time but never came around to it, but this time I used it. Um, I programmed a spectral freeze with Max MSP, which is again the visual programming language for real-time audio and video applications. <laughs> you sound like a marketing person. <laughs> yeah, if this is the first episode you hear and I'm talking about Max MSP and you have no idea what it is, now you know. And it's very, very cool. Now I sound like a marketing person. Do you know what a spectral freeze does? No, please tell me. So it basically analyzes the sound at the moment and lets you recreate it and play it on a kind of endless loop. So it takes a look at the spectrum of the sound, so the different frequencies, which frequencies are in there and at what volume are they in there. And then it stores this information in a buffer which plays it back to you. So I used it at the end of the intro to create my lead sound. So I I analyzed just a fraction of the second uh, at the end of the, the intro of We're Going to Ibiza, as you heard. As my... With a MIDI keyboard which controlled a pitch shifter. So, so that's that... Yeah, that's it. Okay. So it's a, a pretty fun gimmick because you... On the one hand, you can just freeze a sound and then get back into the song, which is a cool effect, I think. And on the other hand, you can create pretty cool sounds with it because you can freeze fractions of seconds and create whole new sound worlds, which you wouldn't have thought of. It's it's pretty it's a pretty fun gimmick. Yeah. What do you think about the lead sound? I I honestly think it's painful to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> no, it, uh, at least on my headphones, it really had a a sort of tendency to to really drum on my eardrums. If you <laughs> know what I mean. Yeah, I it's use. So, um, there's so much low end. It it kind of yeah. It's it's uncomfortable. It makes me yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah, I used some amplitude modulation to kind of distort it so that's this this fast fluctuation in volume which kind of sounds um what's it called a tremolo effect yeah yeah but it, it's often used in dubstep i think yeah but not in then you then you have to use it a little differently yeah, I know. I'm, I'm not saying I wanted to do a dubstep sound, but just this effect is often used in dubstep. Okay, yeah. So I can... No, there aren't. Well, there are a few. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess if you if you count this lead sound as a sample... <laughs> is it taken from another song? Yeah, but then I... <laughs> I use the spectral freeze and then I play... Yeah, okay, it's a sample. <laughs> Yeah, then I took a sentence from a DJ set from a from the German DJ Sven Fate, who is asking the, the crowd if they want some Ibiza, which of course they do. 
So he's a techno Euro trash DJ who apparently played a lot But on the island. Are they even ready to party? <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Yeah, and the whole song is basically me honoring Ibiza's EDM scene. And with this um, 144 BPM, I thought that drum and bass would be the, the right choice of EDM genre. Okay. Uh, isn't drum and bass always like the same drum pattern? And that drum pattern is not in your song? Uh, in the right direction, I'd say. <laughs> Okay. It's a variation. It's a very clever and creative variation of the standard drum and bass pattern. If you say so. Yeah. Then, so that's the, the A part. In the B part, um, we have as Sid Vicious, the bass player of the Sex Pistols, also lived on Ibiza. Um, I used a part of the Sex Pistols song, God Save the Queen, as my sound for the B part. And I again used the Spectral Freeze. And I froze the E of the sentence fascist regime. So the E is frozen, as you can hear. And I think this, I really like how this worked out in this song. I, I think it resulted in a great lead sound. Okay. I have I to listen to it one more time. I thought it was the same lead sound throughout. No, no, no. Okay. And I didn't use this... Um, Amplitude modulation on this on the B part, but I used a rhythmic filter on top of it, giving it a kind of almost melodic quality. And then the bridge, you can hear the word rosebud, which gives it the title yeah, from but, the movie. But why is Citizen it there? Kane? Yeah, because the director and lead actor Orson Welles also lived on the island. Really? Yeah, for a short period of time. So it's just about. <laughs> Which movie is it from? I think it? Citizen Kane. It's basically a song with a lot of samples that are loosely connected to the island. <laughs> okay. That's basically it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. I can see that. Yeah. It's And then yeah, we have A the A part the A part again and then the B part again. So yeah, I didn't put much thought into it but i think it's very interesting how it's created with this spectral freeze which is a very cool effect how long did I you work on programming the spectral freeze i tried it for about one hour and i didn't succeed and then i watched some youtube tutorials and then <laughs> 10 seconds then i succeeded <laughs> <laughs> just click the spectral freeze button <laughs> But it's not about, so the spectral freeze in itself, it's it's not that hard, but I, I built a whole program where you can just listen to songs and then freeze them, play this freeze on an endless loop, then you can change the pitch. So it's a lot more complicated than how I used it in the song. Okay. Maybe, maybe I'll use it in the future for more complex projects. I don't know. <laughs> more complex for projects. Seems like something that is off podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As I'm looking out the window right now, just off topic, on the other side of the street, people are painting their their new apartment, I guess. And what they're doing right now, it looks 
a lot like a very very stupid and dangerous decision which is they <laughs> they are painting above the windows and it's it's like the fourth floor or something like that it's very high <laughs> and they just put a ladder right in front of the open window and there's a guy that i i can tell you if he moves just half a step too far he will totally fall out of this window <laughs> the the whole construction and how they how they arrange the open window because it's a separated window it has like a top section which is tilted which for all our american listeners is possible in europe you can tilt the window <laughs> <laughs> did you notice i didn't know that this was kind of a european thing yeah i did what what That's blowing my mind. How can you not have this? <laughs> that's like that's like in in Britain, there the the water, the tap water. That you have two tabs, one for cold and one for hot. What? <laughs> why? <laughs> Which are not connected. Yeah, I don't get it. I mean, if you burn yourself you have the remedy right at hand or <laughs> what is the the meaning what is the meaning of this from your changing the subject i guess the song is not that interesting to you um i thought you were pretty much done with your explanation and yeah i am do you want to rate it and then we'll oh go yeah on wait playlist? what do i i rate it Uh, seven out of ten memories from my wild summer vacation. <laughs> the other three things oh. I forgot, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's very generous, I guess. <laughs> so should we close the segment now? Let's close the segment and play the jingle. That was the new format. How do you like it? I think it worked pretty well. I think this is a more attractive approach for passive listening. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I'd still uh, w with this format we would need more um preparation because I was listening as I'm al as I always do, I just listen to your song I think two times and then I wrote down something let a conversation happen. I think I should know your song better. Oh, I think it it's very curious or it's exactly what is making this new format so attractive is that the listeners who are listening to the song the first time are also in the same situation as you are okay. and as I am when it's the other way around. It's like so an initial reaction and what it, they can, we can kind of like push our egos by saying yeah this is everything that i recognized in this song and you listen that you didn't recognize it <laughs> because okay. i'm educated in music yeah should we do it like i mean next time we could try not listening to the songs beforehand and then listening in to them on the podcast for the first time yeah we could then we it could would be that. an authentic initial reaction yeah we could totally do that I mean, uh, the 10 minute difference <laughs> between listening to it slightly before recording and then <laughs> <laughs> it's probably not enough to write an essay about the song. <laughs> But yeah. Yeah, it's not. Okay. Should we continue with the playlist? Let's continue with the playlist. <laughs> 
This jingle, this jingle is really one of our greatest achievements. Of our achievements. Yes, our I, achievements. In what way is this an our achievement? achievement. <laughs> oh, you were First, you were focusing on achievement. Yeah, I thought you were putting focus on our because it was totally one hundred percent done by you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but how is this an achievement? Yeah, how many people have cool jingles? All of them? No, I mean, of all the 8 billion people <laughs> in the world. <laughs> Considering that only a small fraction of them need jingles, it's only a small fraction of them. Exactly. <laughs> okay, yeah, I, I'm fine with it. Great achievement, thank you. So, give, so a, give your first song. My first song is called Seasons Waiting on You by Future Islands. Why did you choose it? Ibiza, Island, Future Islands. That's the connection. It's one of my favorite songs. It's it's a really great song. So they have acoustic drums and an acoustic bass and then they have a synthesizer and the singer's voice is very unique and the lyrics are great. Great song. Okay. Do you know the song? No, I don't even know the band. Yeah, I think you're gonna, going to like this one. It's It's really important to me. <laughs> and <laughs> oh I can't wait to bash it in the next episode <laughs> I think you're going to like it but I think you'll never admit it oh it, that sounds song. a lot like what you would do <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> what's your first song my first song is an instrumental song and when I think about Ibiza or summer and Spain because believe it or not Ibiza is still Spanish <laughs> Even though you wouldn't know from the most people that are frequenting there. Um, I always connect to that acoustic guitar. Okay. And that's why I chose an instrumental acoustic guitar song. And this is Sand Monster by Nick Johnston. Which is a really cool instrumental guitar song with acoustic guitar. It's about three ah. three minutes and it's really nice. It's two acoustic guitars and drums. I think that's it. I don't know him and I don't know the song. Okay, yeah. You should listen to it. I will. So my second song is by the Beach Boys. <laughs> there we have the connection, you know, summer, beach, yeah. Boys, a lot of boys on the island, that's I guess. <laughs> and it's called Darling. It's a very fun love song and... You know what's also a fun love song? No. It's Escape. I don't know the original artist. By Metallica. No. <laughs> um, it, but uh, most people know it by Pina Colada. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Should we put it on the playlist? Yeah, we should. Okay, <laughs> but it's not your second no, edition. No, it's not my second song, but it's also a fun love song. Yeah, what's your second song? My second song is kind of in the spirit of my own piece. It's this reggae, reggae-ish thing. And it's by the German band Seed. Okay. Which great I really band. like. A great band. A great live yeah, band. Awesome performances. And I chose the song Aufstehen. Because it's half German and half English. It also features a very prominent artist in CeeLo Green. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's one of my favorite songs of theirs. That's all I great. can say. And it's a great song, really. I... 
And also, it, it kind of transports with its title Aufstehen, which is Get Up. Yeah, it also transports kind of the message that I closed my song on. Like, <laughs> come on, do get something. up and do something. Because this yeah. is far from over. Um, which song did you write down? I wrote beginning? Uh, Blame Canada. All right. And, and I think we also should put God Save the Queen by the Sex Pistols. Okay. And we're going to we're Ibiza. We're going to Ibiza. Did we mention any other songs? I don't think so. We mentioned Tool, but I don't think that they are on Spotify. But we could put a perfect circle on there. They are on Spotify. Okay, then I want to do... Um, Judy. What's it called? No, no, no. <laughs> I want to do one of the, the new ones. From the um, Eat the Elephant um, album? Yeah. Talk, talk, talk. No, Disillusioned. Disillusioned, really? Yeah, it's... I really like this. It's it has an unusual song structure. Yeah, that's why I was so baffled <laughs> because I was listening to it just yesterday. Yeah, I was a little to get ready for the tool concert. Yeah, I, listened to some perfect circle. <laughs> yeah, when I was on Spotify at work, I listened to a perfect circle and then I put on a YouTube playlist. Um. Did you look up the set list you're going to play? Yeah, and it's awesome, really. There's yeah. only, I think, one song I'm missing, which is Ticks and Leeches. That one I would really like to hear. But other than that, I think it's perfect. Yeah. They have, I think they start off with Enema. Yeah, then, and then the pod. Are going to the pod, and which yeah. I didn't think that they'd play this one live. I'm really looking forward to but it. But once the song starts i think my my ears are gonna explode in awesomeness <laughs> really and then yeah. i think straight into parabola yeah which they play then with the full intro which is awesome Ugh. yeah then we have descending which is a new one yeah then we have schism oh, really all-time awesome. favorite then invincible it's also a new one i think yeah there's Another one or from Undertow, which is also starting with I, but Intolerance. Oh yeah, that's that's not a new song. It's from Undertow, but I don't yeah. didn't know it before. Yeah, then we have Jambi, Jambi. I don't know what's it called from Ten Thousand Days. Great that's song, really cool. Then song. we have Forty Six and Two, also great song. Oh, and then Vicarious. I think the on- encore is starts with Vicarious. Yeah, and if I'm alive still. That will kill me. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm alive at this point in the concert, Vicarious will totally kill me. Well, and then Stinkfist, right? Yeah, Stinkfist. And that closest the thing. Anything yeah. missing from your from your side? Yeah, Wings for Mary. Yeah, but that's so long. I think you cannot. Yeah, and it. it's so great. It's like the greatest one of the greatest songs ever written. But many tool songs are one of the greatest songs ever written. So. <laughs> Yeah, true. I think what's the grudge maybe? Oh yeah, the grudge is a a very very good addition. Lateralis. Oh. <laughs> I told okay, no. Let me uh, let me say <laughs> it's not ticks and leeches which I'm missing, it's lateralis. Yeah, sober which you're not a particular fan of. No, I'm not. Yeah, but I really love it. I would say yeah, you could basically add any song from the Lateralis album that is not already in there. H from Anima. Really? Yeah. yeah, that's a great one. Okay, yeah, so 
if you take anything from this episode, Tool is the best band ever. And they're back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think that was the playlist segment. <laughs> yeah. Playlist. Yeah, do you want to talk about our social media? Yeah, you can reach us at Twitter, following our handle EvenScorp at EvenScorpod. Sorry for that. You can find Michael under at Mojo underscore Rhythm, and you can find me at Drew's Grooves. You can also write us an email to podcast.evenscore at gmail.com and rate us at iTunes. Follow us on Spotify, follow us on any other podcatcher you're using. We should be available on all of them. That's all I can say. Yeah. And now it's my turn to announce the theme for our next episode. Yeah. Which is going to be Fridays for Future. Fridays for Future? Yeah. What? How do I interpret this? So... Have you've heard of it? No. You haven't heard of Fridays for Future? No. The I know throwback Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> the school kids which are protesting climate change. Oh, that has a name? Are you serious? You didn't know it? I didn't know that Fridays for Future was the official name for that movement. I think we should cut it out and <laughs> No. <laughs> Start again. It's just a, so. it's just a sign that that they didn't do good marketing and they should improve. <laughs> yeah. yeah, really if, you, if 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 you have a if you have a movement that is huge and almost everybody knows about but nobody knows its name, what's the worth of the whole movement? Everybody knows its name. No. Am I out of touch? No, it's the children who are wrong. <laughs> that's the official name of the movement. The whole phrase. Yeah, so the theme is Fridays for Future, protesting climate change, or rather protesting politicians doing nothing about climate change. Okay, so we have to do a protest song, is that right? You can do whatever you want with it. That's the beauty of this podcast. Oh, wonderful. Is there anything you want to recommend our listeners to listen to, or maybe watch? Maybe you've seen something that you want to recommend? Listen to Tool. <laughs> A lot. That That's all I can think of right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, thanks for listening. Tune in next time. Tell all of your friends. Use a condom. Good night. I still can't believe that you're using that. As your goodbye good, phrase. Good night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What's, what's, what's <laughs> your catchphrase? <laughs> My catchphrase? Um... Maybe next time. Is that okay. good enough? Bye. <laughs> Maybe next time. That's my catchphrase. <laughs> Maybe next time. Okay. Bye. <laughs> uh, just just one more thing. I was listening to a <laughs> okay. to a Joe Rogan podcast. I don't. I think it was Ben Greenfield. It's uh, some uh, sports journalist who is trying out every all different methods and stuff. And he also uh, read some book. And he's living uh, just from the philosophy of that book. And he's explaining everything he builds his life around. And Joe Rogan is like, whoa, that's that's so, oh, I cannot believe you're doing this. And does it really work? And then Ben Greenfield like, yeah, read the book. And Joe Rogan, oh, I'm not gonna. 
<laughs> it, it totally drowns in the conversation like <laughs> I, i'm not gonna because everybody is so so used to to these conf slight confirmations like yeah okay i'm gonna yeah. <laughs> and it just drowns in the conversation but it's if you look through the youtube comments everybody is like uh <laughs> joe i'm not gonna <laughs> rogan <laughs> really cool Okay. Listen to some so, Joe Rogan podcast. It's really nice. Okay. Yeah. Can we finish now? I'm finished. Maybe next okay. time. <laughs> Maybe next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. We pizza!